T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. You're listening to At Home in Connecticut, your guide to all aspects of daily living in Connecticut. Hosted by Bill Pierce and produced by WTIC News Talk 1080. Good morning and welcome. My guest this morning is gerontologist Pamela Atwood. And Pam is a regular guest on this program. Pam, good morning and welcome. Morning, Bill. And please have you here. And as usual, you've brought along a guest this morning. I do. A good um, long time, I won't say old friend, long time friend, Christy Koval, who is the um, interim still? No. No, no just official. Official director of public policy for the Alzheimer's Association Connecticut Excellent. chapter. The Connecticut chapter of the Alzheimer's Association, a chapter and an organization near and dear to my heart. And I'm really excited that you're here today because there is some brand new legislation that's been passed. We want to talk about it. Back in 2014, the Alzheimer's Association uh, worked with a group of us that had been appointed to a task force. And in 2014, we finally got some legislation passed requiring a, a deeper dive, a closer look, if you will, at the training that's required, at the care approaches and the quality of care, uh, and the community resources to really help and support people living with Alzheimer's and related dementias. One of the big gaps at that point was required training, or the lack thereof, for certain health professionals, including physicians and nurses. So we've got this new legislation. Christy, tell us about it. So really, really exciting stuff. Um, the governor just signed uh, the legislation. It's uh, Public Act 19-115. And what this legislation does is it adds uh, physician dementia training for the continuing education um, curriculum for physicians mm -hmm. and nurses. So basically what this does is it adds recognizing the signs and symptoms of dementia, of Alzheimer's disease, how to recognize those signs and symptoms. So when physicians go for their CMEs or nurses go for their CEs, they are eligible to take contact hours in this area. Okay. So tell me now, is this, and I going off of our prepared talking points here, is this actually going to be required that physicians get the education or is it just that it's an opportunity for them? It is an opportunity. Um, in the negotiation when this bill was introduced, mm -hmm. um, we had ongoing discussions and Massachusetts became the first state last year to pass it with a mandate. Our mandate piece was removed in the negotiation process, but to add this to the optional curriculum and let's just be clear that they do have to take certain amount of contact hours and optional curriculum and dementia okay. training has been added to this and there's not a lot of categories so we are very excited about this. I can't believe that this wasn't already there as an opportunity but okay so if uh, a listener is listening to this and they say well gee you know my doctor I brought my mom to the doctor or what have you and they didn't really say anything or they didn't diagnose anything it, should a family member self-advocate and say hey doc you know, when was the last time? Did you hear about this? What can families do to, to be advocates? 
So it's important when people are preparing to go to the doctor's office. And if people have questions about this, we have a whole section on our website on Mm -hmm. ALZ.org about the physician visit. And it's really important to fully disclose as the patient what's going on, whether there's memory changes that are impacting daily life, if there's difficulty with things. But it's also important to ask those questions. And then we, in turn, will be educating physicians and nurses around recognizing those signs and symptoms of dementia. And I know that... uh, uh Accurate and an early diagnosis is really key. What are some of the benefits of an early and accurate diagnosis? And for people listening, they may not know that to diagnose Alzheimer's, which we can do in all probability when someone is still alive, it's a diagnosis of exclusion. It's ruling out other things because a, a urinary tract infection can be a diagnosis, it can present as dementia. Mm-hmm. And so An early and accurate diagnosis offers access to treatment options. It's an opportunity for people to to participate in clinical trials, which is so important cost savings, and also time to plan for the future. Oftentimes when people get diagnosed and then they're working with us, they're saying, you know, I wish I knew about this sooner. I I, I showed the signs and I just got diagnosed. How prevalent is the the problem of Alzheimer's and and how many uh, people, uh, uh, Christy, do we know are living with Alzheimer's in Connecticut and on a national basis? So this is a growing growing problem because people are living longer. Um, in Connecticut, the Alzheimer's Association estimates that 78,000 people are living with Alzheimer's disease, um, 5.8 million nationwide. And by 2025, we estimate in Connecticut that there's going to be 91,000 people living with Alzheimer's disease. Wow. Because Connecticut is the sixth oldest state, we're aging as a state and as a nation, and age remains the biggest risk factor for developing Alzheimer's disease. And I know that... Um in Connecticut, we've been working on this for a while. Does the state have a plan on how they're going to handle that huge influx of new diagnosed people? We do. And and in this public act, the second piece of that, in addition to the dementia training, was the task force that you mentioned. So the legislature basically authorized us to assemble a small work group mm. to take a look at the recommendations from that task force, which serves as the Connecticut Alzheimer's plan, and take a look at that and come up with an updated list of recommendations that we need to present to the legislature by January of 2020. And for those that are interested, this the Alzheimer's state plan, it looks like things like workforce training, mm-hmm. research programs and services, access to trials, all kinds of things. Excellent. Uh, the association, the Connecticut chapter of the Alzheimer's Association, does a lot of advocacy programs and services. Tell us what, what y'all are doing there. So we are the largest voluntary health organization that supports people with Alzheimer's disease and their caregivers, and we do a number of different things. We provide information and referral, education and training, including many free educational programs in the community. Um, we have a 24-hour helpline um, that people can call anytime, which is 800 272 3,900. We run more than 100 support groups mm-hmm. around the state, um, and we also run groups for people diagnosed in the early stages of the disease. We do advocacy both here on a state level, but also on the federal side, really pushing for increased funding at NIH for Alzheimer's disease research. And we also fundraise. We're, we are a fundraising organization, and we have walks around the state happening in the fall. There are seven in Connecticut. Again, alz.org slash walk if people want to get involved. Okay, Christy, uh, that's the big event uh, of the yes. uh, of the year. Are there any other fundraisers that are that are planned uh, aside from the walk, which 
that's in different communities each year, is correct? It is. It is. And people do all kinds of things for walk. There's also something that um, we do called the longest day, where people are taking their passion and turning it into action. So mm-hmm. people are doing anything from uh, having a yoga studio do a day to benefit Alzheimer's disease, bridge. It could be a cooking and bake sale, that kind of thing. Okay. And uh, these uh, the walks... Um Anybody can take part in these, and that's that's a good thing. They're they're pretty much for everybody because almost everybody that one would run into has a connection to Alzheimer's in their family or a friend. They do. And if people want more information, they can go to alz.org slash CT. We can see where the local Connecticut mm-hmm. walks are, but also it's important to emphasize that if they need information on programs, services, um, they're concerned about their memory, we can help them. Right. And there are a lot of vendors and whatnot there's a ton of information at these walks as well it's Absolutely. a beautiful day as much as i love the hartford walk it's going to be at Rentschler field it again is october 13th i gotta tell you i really prefer the one at the beach <laughs> the new <laughs> london walk is so gorgeous well there's seven of them in september and october if people um would like to look for a walk near them right, it's your biggest fundraiser of the year so it's very important yes all right. Thank you both. Thanks, Chris. Thank you. You're welcome. Uh, Pam Atwood, gerontologist, and Christy Koval from the Connecticut chapter of the Alzheimer's Association. That's our program for this morning. I'm Bill Pierce. Join me again next Sunday. You've been listening to At Home in Connecticut, a public service project produced by WTIC News Talk 1080. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com.